Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now listening to Online Radio, the talk show podcast station. Bringing to you daily health and information. all my new listeners and all of my day ones if you're new thank you for tuning in if you've been around i appreciate you being here and supporting on one radio like you do i also want to take a moment to say good afternoon to everyone and to give a big shout out to all those essential workers that are putting their health on the line for the rest of us as well as the military workers Shout out to James out at, uh, who's in the military, out in Fort Polk. Um, big shout out to you. And all those like John up in Longview who are going out when people have floods or they're getting stuck in the snow or on the side of the road. Just much love goes out to everyone who's out there who are considered essential workers. And let me say with this snowstorm, for everyone's health and safety, safety, please, if you don't have to go out, stay at home, stay warm, well hydrated, and just warm, because <laughs> it is really cold out there. Um, today we are discussing mask safety, double layering, um, how to keep your masks intact and working order, as well as boosting the immune system. There are things that you can do, things you're probably already doing to boost them, and ways to naturally boost your immune system, especially with the COVID situation going on, the new variants coming out. We want everybody to remain healthy and at their best. So, let's jump into this now. Now, according to the CDC, they're saying, they're recommending that people can double up 
basically layer their mask for better protection, especially since the new variants have surfaced and it is spreading through our states and it's beginning to be like a wildfire. But what masks are acceptable to layer? And that's the key. And we'll also go over mask safety, how to wear them, and how to take care of them. Now, a lot of people have opted to use the disposable masks, but when it comes to layering, wearing two disposable masks together, is it won't actually help protect you any more than just wearing the one. Why not? Well, according to the CDC, Disposable masks are not designed to fit tightly and wearing more than one will not improve the fit. It states that for a mask to fit tightly, it must sit over your nose, under your chin, and against your cheeks without any gaps. Now, mat, disposable masks, they're kind of they're kind of loose fit. They're not really tight, so that can pose some problems there because you don't want anything getting in or out especially if you have COVID or you're trying to keep from getting COVID you could let something in but you can however use a disposable mask to layer with another type of mask that is acceptable and can be a little bit more help now you can layer disposable masks with other masks, however, now the CDC recommends people double mask by wearing one disposable mask underneath a cloth mask. Now, it states that when doing this, the second mask should push the edges of the inner mask against your face. Okay, makes sense. That does make sense, and we don't want anyone to get sick you don't want COVID it's taking lives and so anything you can do to keep from catching or spreading it we want to do now it's also been stated that you should not layer K9-5 masks now the CDC is also warning people against double masking with KN95 masks you should not combine a KN95 mask with any other mask, nor should you layer another K9, KN95 mask on top of one that you're already wearing. So we shouldn't do that either. And, and let's just take some precautions with that. So, if you're doing these things that they're asking you not to do, the CDC suggests that you please stop immediately. You may be doing more harm than good. And we don't want that. We don't want that. Now, as far as health-wise taking care of your mask, now, make sure that you're checking your masks to make sure that there aren't anything you know any tears any holes or anything of that nature because or even if the string or strand or is loose 
If it's loose, you see wear and tear on it, it's time to switch out the mask. Because it's not going to be able to do its job. So if you see these things, you know, make sure you get rid of them and get a new mask. Especially since we're wearing them day in and day out. But if you see these things, then your PPE, that's personal protective equipment, is no longer working to protect you. Now, face masks, whether cloth covering, surgical masks, or respirators, are only effective against COVID if used correctly. And that's the key, if it's only used correctly. Because if not, then you're going to put yourself at risk, and we don't want that. So if you can kind of stick to the guidelines on this, you will save yourself a lot of headache and a lot of trouble. Let's be clear here. All face masks only work up until a certain point. If you try to stretch it out and use it past, past its usage date, now, there are no dates on these, but when you have holes and things of that nature, it's really stretched out and it's not form-fitting, it's past its use date. So, if it's visible wear and tear, it's time to get a new one. Now, before putting your mask on, make sure you inspect it and, if need be, discard it. Definitely, if there are concerns such as degraded materials, elastic, or, of course, visible tears, don't hesitate. Get rid of it. Use a new one. Better safe than sorry. Damaged masks do not provide a suitable level of protection and may even lead to infection. Once again, that's any rips or tears in a mask, well, it's rendered ineffective. So, I've gotten the question, should a mask be thrown away if it's dirty? When it comes to disposable, yes. That is why they are disposable. Now, certain masks like surgical masks and N95 respirators are not intended to be used more than once. Let me say that again. Surgical masks and N95 respirators are not intended to be used more than once. Now, this is this is according to the FDA. N95 respirators can be reused in exceptional situations. That's only through FDA-approved decontaminating systems but only healthcare workers have access to those so if you don't have a de decontaminating system and you're using an N95 respirator it's time for it to go so if you've already used your surgical mask or respirator you should discard it and use a new one or a different type of mask now when it comes to cloth face coverings now, these can be reused. 
yes, these can be reused because these are washable. Clothed face masks should still be cleaned after each use to avoid using a dirty, potentially contaminated mask. Change out your mask if it becomes wet or soiled. And these can be machine washed. With your cloth face mask, when you got it, um, on the packaging, it should tell you what to wash it on, what level to wash it on, and dry it at the highest that's appropriate for the type of cloth you have. Now, you should also pay attention to how it feels to breathe through your mask. If breathing through the mask becomes difficult when using either a surgical mask or N95 respirator, you should discard and replace it. So let's not go beyond safety. When it's time, just discard it. Cloth, make sure to wash it. And be sure to throw it away properly. Is there a way to throw it away properly? Yes. Put it in a bag. If your mask becomes damaged, dirty, or is hard to breathe through, you can't just discard it in any old way. After all, you could be touching a mask that is already contaminated, which could lead to infection. You should place your mask in a plastic bag and then put it in the trash. Making sure to wash your hands after handling the used mask. And I know this is getting getting rough to deal with with the coronavirus as well as the new variants coming out. But let's let's be safe rather than sorry. We've lost enough people. So let's make sure that we take care of ourselves. Now, there's been a lot of controversy on exactly how to wear the mask. Although you would think it would be simple, for some it's not. A lot of people rather go for their individual comfort on this. So, when it comes to wearing the mask, you do have to cover your nose and mouth. You do have to cover your nose and mouth. Other than that, you're not wearing it properly. And it is supposed to be a little snug. It's supposed to cup up under the chin, hold close to the skin, to the cheeks, and cover the nose. If it's not, I'm sorry, but you're not wearing, wearing it properly, and you're either running the risk of contracting COVID or giving it to someone. And as well as I would like to go over the recommendations from the CDC. And this is up to date. They're recommending that people wear masks in public settings, at events and gatherings, and anywhere they will be around other people. Masks are required on planes, buses, trains, and other forms of public transportation, traveling into, within, or out of the United States, and in the U.S. transportation hubs, such as airports and stations. That's all stations, bus stations, train stations, all of that. 
especially if you're using any type of lift over any of that now when it comes to choosing masks the do's and don'ts on this do do choose masks that have two or more layers of washable breathable fabric do not choose masks that are made out of fabric that makes it hard to breathe for example vinyl don't do it you're gonna hurt yourself we don't want that do choose masks that completely cover your nose and mouth do not choose masks that have exhalation valves or vents which allow virus particles to escape in or out do choose masks that fit snugly against the sides of your face and don't have gaps. Do not use the ones that are intended for healthcare workers, including N95 respirators. Only for the simple fact that they have the equipment to decontaminate them. And the regular everyday person does not. So it, it wouldn't be a good idea to choose those type of respirators unless you have access to those decontamination systems. Now, do choose a mask that has a nose wire to prevent air from leaking out of the top of the mask. Now, there are special considerations when it comes to gaiters and face shields. Wear a gaiter with two layers or fold it to make two layers. It's not recommended because there's an evaluation of face shields that is ongoing. And effectiveness is still somewhat unknown at this time. Now, when it comes to our children, find a face mask that is made for children to help ensure proper fit. Check to be sure that the mask fits snugly over the nose and mouth and under the chin and that there are no gaps around the sides. Now, it's also a recommendation to not put masks on children younger than two years old. They're not quite ready for it and we don't want any babies to get hurt. Now, seeing that it is cold weather right now, the cold weather gear is needed right now. So how do we work this with our mask? Wear your scarf, ski mask, or anything you use over your mask. Now, scarf ski masks are not suitable for masks. We can't use them for masks. That's not going to work. It's not there's no protection there. Safe, better safe than sorry. So, ultimately, do wear a mask that covers your nose and mouth and secure it under your chin. Fit snugly against the sides of your face. Now, I've seen this going into different stores when I've had to go. I've seen people want to wear them around their neck. That's that's a no-no. On your forehead. No. Saying that you can't breathe. No, that's not safe. Under the nose. That's not a proper fit. Only on the nose. No good. That's not a proper fit. And what we've seen, and a lot of people have dubbed this the diaper chin. That's not wearing it correctly, and you're not protecting yourself or anyone else, as well as dangling from one ear or on your arm. It must be on your face. 
And believe it or not, there is a specific way to carefully take off the mask. One, carefully untie the strings behind your head or stretch the ear loops. Handle only by the ear loops or ties. Fold the outside corners together. Be careful not to touch your eyes, nose, and mouth when removing, as well as wash hands immediately after removing. And as I was saying before about washing your cloth mask, reusable masks should be washed regularly. Always remove mask correctly and wash your hands after handling or touching a used mask. Include your mask with your regular laundry. Use regular laundry detergent and the warmest appropriate water setting for the cloth used to make the mask. Use the highest heat setting and leave it in the dryer until completely dry. Now, these is just some suggestions to keep yourself and your family and all those around you safe. Now, that covered our double layering safety. So, how do we, how can we boost our immune system without breaking the bank and going to the extreme of finding these off the wall priced items to do so? Well, there are a few things that you can do and believe it or not for some who are taking certain medications you may already be doing it and not knowing it why do i say this i'm glad you asked okay so for those who take ssris which are antidepressants you may already be taking something to boost your immune system Yes, the selective serotonin reputake inhibitor antidepressant drugs, SSRIs for short, such as Prozac, Zoloft, and Paxil increase serotonin levels and in doing so also give the immune system a boost. So yay for those who are taking care of their mental health by seeing their physicians and taking their antidepressants because you're already doing something to boost your immune system. So where does that leave those who don't take those things? Well, you have other choices. There are foods that can boost your immune system. So good immune system foods are foods that are like vegetables, such as carrots, sweet potatoes, kale, Collard greens and spinach are great sources of vitamins, minerals, enzymes, and fiber. Now, fruits like blueberries, bananas, and mangoes are good sources of antioxidants and can help boost the immune system. So, how else can you do it naturally? Well, there are a couple more ways that you can. By maintaining a healthy diet, following a diet rich in antioxidants is essential to supporting your immune system. Choosing those healthy fats. Exercise. Regular moderate intensity exercises are beneficial to the immune system. 
as well as stress reduction. I mean, as we all know, chronic stress can have a negative impact on immunity as well as getting the proper amount of sleep. So, how else can we build strong immune systems? Well, we can actually do it with certain herbs. Finding herbal supplements in your kitchen. Yes, in your kitchen. You can cook with lots of garlic. Garlic can be really good with a lot of things. So just check your kitchen cabinet because you may have what you need right there in your kitchen cabinet. And that can kind of help cut costs as well. And these can strengthen your immune system. And just making it a healthy habit to use them in, in the dishes that you prepare are also a plus. Now, there are other different types of medications that also lower the immune system. So to combat this, you definitely want to try some things to boost your immune system so that you can be around a lot longer. You can try to stay healthier. And when you're more healthy, you're happier. You're definitely happier. And there are a couple of home remedies that I've seen that can kind of help. Now, here's one from my personal little tip box. I like to drink apple cider. You can get it at any grocery store. Um, if you're a Walmart head like me, they have boxes of it at Walmart. And it's not, it's not expensive. A cup of that every morning or maybe even at night well especially now since it's cold I might I might do two maybe three a day one when I get up in the morning one kind of in the middle of the day and one at night just whatever fits you but that's just a little tidbit out of my personal little regimen there and I also like to use uh, celestial teas herbal teas um, I drink green tea that's one um, there's peppermint chamomile there are so many and those are also found at most grocery stores as well as Walmart now some that some home remedies that I ran across and a lot of these things I've already named can protect the body from various bacterial fungal and viral attacks now, it works by neutralizing and destroys the microorganism and cleans the poison, which could cause harm to the body. And that is the most important part that goes with this. This means a weak immune system makes one acceptable to cold, flu, herpes, cold sores, and other such life-threatening infections, especially now since we're dealing with COVID. And we want to try to avoid that. Now, a couple of these I'm going to list now are some home remedies to boost, to boost your immune system. Um, and if you try these, definitely let me know how they work. Um, I'm probably going to pick and choose one of these to try myself. And I will definitely let you all know how that turns out. 
Um, one is Ashwanga and Milk, and it's a home remedy. Now, it's also known as Withania Somnifera. Now, it is a commonly available herb, and it helps stimulate the immune system and counter the side effects of stress. So how to take it? Take one glass of warm milk, add one tablespoon of the powder, mix them well, and drink once daily. Now, there's another one. It's called Giloy powder. How to take it? Take one glass of warm water, add one teaspoon of Giloy powder, as well as an herb, mix them well, drink this once daily. So you guys tell me what you think about this. And if you have any um, home remedies that you know of, let me know. I will be more than willing to share it. Um, and let me know how, how they work for you. Now, I know we we all have grandmothers. Even if we had grandmothers, they had their own sets of home remedies. Now, this was before modern medicine, so they had to have something. And there are a lot of good ones out there. Now, I'll share one from my grandmother's repertoire. Well, I'll share two. One was called a hot toddy. Now, everybody almost should be familiar with a hot toddy. Now, it can be made several different ways. But for the most part, all the different ones kind of come together and have some similarities. So, the hot toddy has been like a number one home remedy for years upon years. Now, another one is from my grandmother's recipe box now. Pine straw tea. Now, with pine straw tea, you get the pine needles off the trees. Yes, it comes off the tree. They're pine trees. So, they're the little green straw needle that come off the trees. Get them, you rinse them. You boil them in water on the stove, let it get really hot, and let it sit for about 15-20 minutes. Um, and you strain off the fluid, and you put a little honey in it, you put a little bit of sugar in it, and this is optional. You can put a little bit of um, some sort of liqueur of some kind something brown and you let it sit put a little honey in it um, and you drink it warm as hot as you can stand it to be honest you bundle up and your body will sweat out everything I used to hate this as a kid but ultimately the next day I would feel fantastic so guys don't shake your head at these home remedies. They can really help without having to go to the doctor and pay a copay or get out in the weather and risk getting in a car accident or even buying medications that have side effects to them. So give it a try if you're comfortable with it. No push. But your health is a priority. So please take care. 
And if you have any feedback, if you're listening to this on YouTube, comment in the box below and let me know what you think. Um, you can share some of your experiences with home remedies or any tips or tricks you may have learned to boost the immune system naturally or even rid yourself, your body of toxins and gotten rid of any bacterial or fungal or viral infections. Sharing is definitely caring, so share, follow, like, and support on One Radio. I have been your host, Tony Williams, and this has been Daily Health. Take care of yourself, love yourself, you are important, and you mean a lot to someone. Till next time, be well. You have been listening to Daily Health. Brought to you by On One Radio, the talk show podcast station, where daily health is viewed as an ever-changing